0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
2: Hello, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. It is I, Chelsea, the Burnett half of this podcast.
1: And I am JC, I am the Redhead half of the podcast. Welcome. If you're new around here, thanks for joining. And uh, oh, goodbye. <laughs> you know, and the podcast episode is over. We have a very fun guest for you.
2: But before we get into that, we need to talk about how it's Chelsea's birth month this month. Yeah, you guys. It's April. This is my favorite month of the whole year. It's the most beautiful month in, I feel like in Arizona, it's the best weather. Mm -hmm. Near the end, it gets a little shaky, but it's my birthday month. I'm turning 24. Am I? Wow. Me and my husband are celebrating three years of marriage. JC and Leif just celebrated three years of marriage. And it's springtime. April's always been my favorite because it usually means school's almost out. I just love this time of year. Such a good it time. It is truly the best. Leif and
1: I just celebrated three years of marriage on March 26th, which is crazy because yeah. I just time feel flies. like it was yesterday that we got married. And I also feel like I've been married
2: for 10 years. I don't yeah. understand. Same. That's what I always say. I'm like, I feel like we've I've never not been married to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like, kind of don't remember life without him. But I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. So today we have a special guest in store, Kristen Johns. I am super excited for you guys to hear from her. She is so great. She's so well-spoken, has so much good info. So basically, Kristen is a YouTuber and a content creator, and she also just launched her new brand a few months ago called Kristen Made. On Instagram, it is Kristen Made Inc., So you guys should definitely check it out. Kristen is spelled K-R-I-S-T-I-N. Definitely go look at her page because, I mean, every Instagram, her personal and her business one are both so cute. But basically, Kristen Made is a community for homemakers. So she posts really cute DIYs, like awesome recipes. She'll do little, like, how to make your own lipstick and how to make your own carpet cleaner. And Wait, like, how do you make your own lipstick? Are you serious? Yeah, she has one of those on here. Dang. It's so cute. Yeah, homemade lip salve. Sorry, no, I guess it's not lipstick, but kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. You make it from like melted coconut oil and lipstick. What? It's so cute. So, anyway, she has so much good content. And this is something we go into on the episode, but she just provides so much good value to people just because she wants to. Mm-hmm. And it's so awesome. She also sells a few products, so she sells the cutest T-shirt and then some hair scarves, and they're rolling out products over the next few months. There's some products in store that she'll talk a little bit about, but it's the cutest brand. I'm seriously obsessed. This brand totally encompasses her as a person and is just like
2: exactly what you think of when you think of Kristen is all of these things that she posts, like the cute. She is the epitome of what every woman wants to be. A homemaker and a businesswoman. Yeah, she's she just a kills combination it. of both. She's the sweetest.
1: So, without further ado, here she is in all her glory. K. John, <laughs> K. John in the building. <laughs> okay, we're here with Kristen. Hi. So excited for our interview. We're jumping right in. Okay,
0: Kristen, we want to know where you grew up.
1: Where oh, you're from. Yeah. Where you're Okay.
0: From? So I grew up in the South. I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And then when I was in sixth grade, I moved to Florida, which is where I met my husband, Marcus, not when I was in sixth grade, yeah.
1: <laughs> in college. Wait, I didn't know that you moved when you were in sixth grade. Yeah, I moved and now
0: my family lives like near Orlando, Florida.
1: Oh, what the heck? Yeah. Why did I think that your family still lived in
0: Louisiana? No. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we moved to Florida and that's where I went to middle school, high school, and college. And then I just moved out to LA two years ago now, so. Nice, you made the
2: cross-country trip. I did. So, okay, that brings me to my next question. How did you meet your husband, Marcus? How did that?
0: We met in college, I was a freshman and he had just transferred into FSU as a junior. And- Is he from Florida? Yeah, he's from West Palm, Florida. And I was in a Bible study with his sister, Shelby and she actually was like, I want to set you up with someone. I was like, okay. And it was her brother. And so we met and he had actually been watching Shelby Snapchat me <laughs> when I actually use Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And he was like, wow, I love this girl like immediately. And, and you know, when you're sending Snapchats, you're like not the cutest. Yeah. So I was like, well, if he likes me like that, he might like me in real life. Yeah. So we met and he was really big on Vine those days. If any of you guys remember. Vine.
2: And oh, we remember.
0: R.I.P. Vine. Yeah, R.I.P. Vine. <laughs> and so I first met him and we went to go get ice cream and I was like, wow, this is the funniest person I've ever met. And I love funny guys or funny people in general. <laughs> but we met and we just hit it off immediately. Then we went to this like conference together and I didn't realize like how many girls fangirled over him so much. Like people were forming lines to meet him like screaming. Oh my gosh, that's and crazy. I had never seen anything like that. So I was like, ah, I don't think I'm cut out for this. And oh, was, so he
2: was already big
0: on Vine when you met him. Yeah, I think How many followers had, did he have on Vine? I think towards the end, I think he had like 7 million. <gasps> but when I met him, I think he oh, had wow. 5 million. But it was crazy. And girls were like seriously in love with him like I would get messages like girls would find me on Instagram somehow he had never even tagged me before and girls would find me on Instagram and be like if you don't break up with Marcus I will kill you <gasps> <gasps> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> but it was wild I was I was just super shy and I was just kind of starting to like learn who I was I was only a freshman in college I was 18 so it was very very like eye-opening about this whole world of social media and like what it was about because I just posted photos you know like with my mom super filtered photos of a flower you know I didn't realize people did it as a job and so it was very crazy.
2: Oh my that my is gosh. insane. I yeah. cannot even imagine. Just no. Death so, threat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So death threats scary. and I had
0: like 50 followers. So. Oh my gosh. It
2: was
1: heck? wild. Well, I was going to ask you, like from the outside looking in, it would appear that Marcus is very extroverted and that you're more introverted. So mm-hmm. do you think that's true? Like what's your dynamic like as a couple?
0: I definitely think that was true, especially towards the beginning of our relationship. I was painfully shy. Like in college, I was just... I don't know. I feel like I just hadn't really learned who I was, and I was just so shy. I hated, like, going out and meeting people. Like, I just didn't really say anything when I was around people. I was, like, scared to, like, mess up my words or something. I just didn't really think I had a voice that people, like, wanted to hear, so – When I met Marcus, it was definitely like she's the shy one. He's the crazy one, especially because back then he was kind of always on and always doing silly stuff, making videos. But now I feel like ever since I started YouTube, I really started to open up and I've become way less shy, way more comfortable with myself. And I now think we're kind of like on the same balance plane if you know what I mean like we're kind of balance each other out yeah like he is crazier than me sometimes I'm crazier than him sometimes but it's never like wow Marcus is like really crazy right now and I like don't know how to handle it yeah yeah that makes sense so when did you start YouTube I started YouTube I think I was 19 when I started my when I did my first video and I did not want to do YouTube at all. Like I didn't want to be any type of like public figure or I didn't want people to follow me. Like I remember Marcus wanted me to be in one of his vines and I was just like dreading it. I was like, no, no, no. And you can still find that vine online and it's the cringiest thing ever. (laughs) We're watching it after this. Oh my gosh, it's horrible. But Then he started kind of getting more into YouTube because he wanted to kind of like spread out his following throughout different platforms. And so he wanted to do a QA and a video. And he was at my house in Florida and he was like, Kristen, just be in it with me. And I was like, heck no. I will never be in one of your YouTube videos. Like I do not want to do that. He drugged me in it. It was like so scary. Oh my gosh. But then when he posted it, the response was like, the happiest thing ever. Like people were like, Kristen has to start her own channel. Like we love her. I think it was because I had genuinely never been on camera before. And so I was just totally myself. Like didn't have any type of preconceived notion of what I should have acted like. And I think that resonated with people a little oh, I bit. Love that. So I think it was like eight months later after so much convincing for marcus he bought me an editing program he bought me a camera to film on he told me to do it every single day i finally shot my first youtube video and i've been doing it ever since then so like four years now wow
1: that is crazy so was that before you started youtube before you got married or after you got married i
0: started it before we were ever even engaged or anything yeah okay wow
1: Mm -hmm. so i was gonna ask you because so what age did you get married first of all 21 okay so we got married at 21 too and a lot of people I always get messages that are like did you feel a lot of judgment for getting married young? And oh ladies just barking <laughs> away. And I don't feel like I did at least because I think where we just where we grew up it's common to get married younger, but I yeah. wanted to ask you if you felt judgment from getting married young.
0: It's weird because I didn't feel judgment with people in like my life that I knew, but I did feel judgment Of like random strangers, if that made sense. Like, people would see my wedding ring and be like, oh my gosh, you're like 12 years old. Why do you have a wedding ring on? And that is definitely like, that was the most common way of me feeling like, not bad, but just kind of like confused to why people even cared or why people were so quick to like pass a judgment. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not 12. I'm 21. So it's okay. I mean, I I still know it's 21 is very young to get married. But I feel like when you – I mean, me and Marcus did long distance for three years from Florida to LA. And I feel like we were just like, I can't do this anymore. We have to be together. And I was graduating college and – you know, you know when the timing is right. So I don't really feel totally. like I got any weird messages on YouTube or even social That's media. Good. Yeah,
1: and even if you do, when you know it's the right thing, it's kind of like me. Eh, yeah, it's who like uh, it, yeah. y'all aren't married, living with
0: us. So why do you really care? Exactly. Yeah, why is it your problem?
2: Yeah. What is your best piece
0: of marriage advice for people? <sighs> I feel like so many people have told us so many different things. But it really comes down to you and your husband or wife's dynamic. And I think something that Marcus and I have had to learn is how important it is to kind of take space when you are annoyed at each other or starting to get into a fight. Because I used to be like dead set on, no, we have to figure this out right now. Like we're not leaving this conversation until we figure out this argument. And now we like – when we start getting into an argument or a fight, we're both just like, okay, let's just take 30 minutes just – go in separate rooms, think about everything, just chill out, and then when we do that, we always come back together and we're like, that was so stupid. Like, why were we even mad about that? But in the heat of the moment, you're so dead set on being right in the argument that, like, you can't let it go sometimes. So I think that's the best thing that we've learned to do because that has diffused so many different stupid arguments of, like, you didn't take out the trash last night or something stupid like that. That shouldn't be an argument. So I think that's the best thing for us. I agree with that. We had a family and marriage. Is she a family and
2: marriage therapist? Yeah, I think so. And she she was talking about that because I was like, we have gone to bed so many times mad at each other. And I know that people always say, like, don't go to bed mad at each other. But I'm like… When we're fighting and it's, like, midnight and I'm exhausted, mm-hmm. we're not going to figure it out. So yeah. I'm just, like, good night. I'm mad at you. But in the morning, I'm, like, fine. Yeah. And in the morning, I feel more selfless, whereas the night before, I'm, like, I'm right. I'm the best. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. you're wrong. <laughs> Always in the moment, you feel just, like, no, I am right. You are wrong. You need to tell me I'm right. Yeah, exactly. She w- She put it in a good analogy. She was saying, like, you take the monster costume off of them. Yeah. Like, after you take some time, then you come back, and all of a sudden, they're human again instead of, like, right. this – monster that's exactly and you're like oh I love them yeah (laughs) they're so cute yeah okay I guess you're fine I think that's great advice so you got your start on YouTube Mm -hmm. so you said that you graduated college what did you go to college in and did you think that your career was going to be something else what did you kind of want your career path to be
0: um I feel like I was always a little bit I always just didn't really know what my purpose was in life. And I think I changed my major four different times in college because I was just like, I'm not interested in this. I'm not interested in this. I first started out as a business major. Then I moved to media communications, which is what I graduated in. And I mean, I feel like media communications is like something that you would think, oh, that has to do with kind of what you do now. But I literally did not learn anything from that because. I don't know. The courses are kind of outdated. They don't even really incorporate social media, or at least they didn't a few years ago when I was in school. And I was just – I was very lost to what I wanted to do. And then I was applying for like little jobs like I worked at – or I applied at like an animal shop, but they didn't hire me. And I was just like, okay, I'll just stick to YouTube, (laughs) I guess. And I mean, I I remember I got my first brand deal. I think it was like $200 for like this little purse company. And I was like, Marcus, you'll never believe I made money today from social media. He's like, yeah, that's what's going to (laughs) happen. I'm like, I just never knew it was even a possibility, especially for me because I was like, I don't know. I just didn't feel like I fit the mold of like a social media influencer. Mm -hmm. And... Then it kind of just took off from there. I started doing it full-time. I really started getting more into it after I graduated because I had more time. Doing YouTube and a full-time college schedule was like death. Oh, my gosh. I cannot <laughs> I'm even sure. imagine. It was horrible, but it was still fun, and I feel like that's kind of – like my core audience has been following me since college making videos in my sketchy little college house, mm-hmm. and like I feel like they've seen me grow into the person I am now but I'm still the same, but I'm just more confident in who I am, and I think that they can appreciate that. And it's definitely been cool to like look back at old videos, and I'm just like, wow, I was a baby. And that's something really cool about social media is it it kind of gives you a little journal to look back and like see your videos of when you were like 19. And that's been yeah, really cool. like document see how much life. you've grown.
1: Yeah, it's so great. Even looking back at my first vlog, I think it was almost two years ago I'm like I'm two years old yeah I feel so little in it it's Uh so weird it's cool to look back on for sure Mm -hmm. so what do you think it takes to run a successful YouTube channel and how do you think that you've gained such a loyal audience
0: YouTube is hard I feel like and I've had so many friends come to me like okay I'm starting a YouTube channel I'm like do it like I encourage everyone to do it but in the back of my head I'm like it's it's so hard to stay consistent on YouTube. People don't realize how much work it is f- sitting down filming, getting ready, having a topic to talk about, editing it, posting it. Like it's a huge process. And I just think you need to be prepared for that process and just know that it's going to be hard. And yeah, if your first video gets one view, that's totally okay. And you're going to have one video that You know gets reached to a lot more people that than you like expected and then that's how your YouTube channel will grow. But it's definitely a slow process and I don't think people realize how much work goes into YouTube. But I still suggest everybody that wants to start a YouTube channel, I'm like, do it. It's, like, so much fun. You really get to connect with your audience on a deeper level. Like, I love doing Instagram, but I just feel like YouTube really gives people more insight into your personality and, like, who you are. So Totally. Yeah, that would be my main thing about YouTube is it's tricky, but it is worth it, I feel like. Sticking with it and being
2: consistent. Yeah.
0: That's definitely the hardest part. Oh, it's so hard. But I
1: do see, even on Instagram, I see that the people that do have the most engaged followers are YouTubers for the most part.
0: Mm -hmm. 100%. And and it's
1: because of what you said, because when people watch your YouTube videos, they do feel more connected to you because they know your personality more. Like all the people that follow us on YouTube, like know Leif's personality. Whereas I'll post with him every once in a while in a photo of us. And it's like to my Instagram followers, like oh, cute, but... To my YouTube followers, they know Leif's personality. Right. They know him. So it's more of a connection there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They know every aspect of your life. I yeah. Think. They know, like, all of your friends. Mm-hmm. So they they
0: notice everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're so, like, behind the scenes. They're much more invested in your life than I feel like Instagram um, followers are sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when you get that, um, like, transition of people that follow you on YouTube and Instagram, I feel like those are the people that are really going to engage in you and support you. And yeah, I just feel like YouTube helps so much just to, for people to see who you really are because sometimes Instagram can just come off like, wow, their life is perfect. But they see me crying in my YouTube videos and cleaning my house and sweeping. So they know it's just – it's two different things. It's just pretty pictures. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay, so
1: now let's talk about Kristen Maid. I'm okay. so excited about <laughs> this. So – I wanted to start off by asking how the idea of Kristen Made came to be and when.
0: That's a tricky question because I've always wanted to start my own brand. I knew once social media really started picking up, I was like, I love social media, but I would love to do something more. And social media also kind of freaks me out because I'm like, they could just delete Instagram in a second and then where would my job be? So I knew I wanted to kind of like venture out and create something bigger. I didn't really know what it was going to be until probably a year and a half ago. I thought of the name Kristen made like two years ago. Me and my sister actually thought of the name. But then once I got my first house and I really started decorating and homemaking and finding out all the things I I love to do, like baking dessert and like coming up with essential oil combinations and stuff like that, I was like, I think people would be really interested in this. And... That was kind of what I wanted from Kristen Made. I wanted it to be a community. I wanted it to feel like people were a part of something because – You know, you follow brands on Instagram and you're like, oh, this is a cute brand. They like sell such cute stuff. But I wanted people to get something more out of Kristen Made. I wanted it to be a place where they could come and be encouraged and be inspired to like make things with their hands, with their friends and family. So I really have focused on creating that and just giving people, you know, wholesome, happy content that they can put to use in their life, but also sell things that they'll love as well, but not just make it totally... Dependent on the products, if that makes sense.
1: No, it's so smart. And like when you presented me with the, when you told me that you were doing this, yeah. you know how excited I got. I'm like this yeah. is so genius because we talk about this a lot is bringing value to your audience when mm-hmm. you are, when you do have a platform. And I think that's exactly what you're doing. You're right. There's a lot of boutiques or brands where they sell really cute things, but it's like, what are they really giving you besides a cute item? Right. But with Kristen made I do feel like they're getting an experience. They're part of a community. You're giving them like, literally just free yeah, recipes and yeah. DIY ideas, and it's so valuable. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I'm and so excited and about it. And it's not
2: a super saturated, like, place on the platform, I feel like, too. You know, it's not I know. something that's super common.
0: I feel like there was, like it, – it's weird because I am – So passionate about so many different things, especially when it comes to homemaking like I love cooking But I also love plants and I also love decorating and fashion and beauty and I was like What if I can incorporate all of these things that I know a lot of people like into one Space where you can come and learn more about houseplants and how to take care of them But you can also see cute spring outfit ideas and also get a really cute hair scarf if you want to purchase something But there's no like pressure. I feel like for people to buy stuff on Kristen. It's just like, here's all of this free content and cute ideas and fun things to do with your friends and family. But also, we offer cute products as well. So I think that's happy.
2: No, it's perfect. So you said you made up the idea – or you made up the name. Right. Two years ago. Yes. And you just released – when was it? Like I just released,
0: oh, I think it was in September or
2: October. Okay. I'm, I'm really bad with dates. <laughs> so I'm guessing it was a long time coming. It so was very long. tell us long. like kind of how you got started, what the first steps were and like actually okay. making it
0: happen. So yeah, my sister and I thought of the name about, ugh, I think it was two and a half or three years ago because I was like, Ashlyn, I really want to start my own brand. What should it be named? Like we should just start brainstorming. And she was like, what if you just named it Made? And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. But I kind of want it to be like more personal. So we came up with Kristen Made and it kind of all just started with me brainstorming a ton of ideas, just writing down all my ideas in like my notes app on my phone. And um, so we started having meetings with some people, but I didn't want Kristen Made to be something where it felt like merch. I wanted it to feel like a real, like established company, like a, like a startup company. I didn't want it to be like, oh, here's my merch that says Kristen on it. Like I just, that's not what I wanted. And I know it's really, it's a simpler and quicker process to go to a company that already has things that are already made and putting your logo on it. But I was like, I really want to create things from scratch, like cut and sew, like original pieces and that's why I feel like every launch has been like so exciting because it has taken so long for each thing. But I think people can see that it's like very special each item or at least I hope they can see that. And yeah, it's a very long process and sometimes I'm very impatient. I'm like, when are the hair scarves going to yeah, be back? I'm but sure. they're hand making each one and making each one so special. So I think it's worth the wait. And everything's made in LA, right? Yeah. Everything so far has been made in LA. The company that I work with that helps with manufacturing also has really close relationships with factories all over the world. Like they have an amazing factory in India that does like handmade wicker products that I'm really excited about. Oh, okay, Amazing. I actually want to like go and visit and make a video about each product if they are made overseas so you can see that each worker is being being treated like, nicely and ethically because I feel like that's something that a lot of people, like, forget the importance of when you have a business is the ethical sourcing and um, making sure it's good quality and being really hands-on is just really important for me. Yeah. So, yeah. What I think is so smart about
2: your, brand, your company too is – We talked about this last night because we went to a, like, vegan restaurant, which I promise this relates, but (laughs) they only have, like, one option. Mm -hmm. And so when you get the option, you're so pleased with it. Right. And it's not like you have a million things at first to pick from. It's, like, one thing at a time. So when things are more slow or, you know, more – I don't know. You have less options.
0: More of, like, a specialty of Oh, yeah.
2: You're way more satisfied with it. It's, like, that's what you want. You don't have – you know, when you go into Forever 21 – I don't walk out with things. Sometimes I'm like, I can't. (laughs) It's too
1: overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. But if they just
0: had five really
1: awesome things. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's I think that's super spot on with what we want to do with Kristen Made. We don't want it to just ever feel like a big store with just not much thought put into each item. Mm -hmm. I want everything to be super, super special and curated and you know, really makes sense for the store. I do want one day for the store to be a place where you can come and there's home items and kitchen items yeah. and plant items. and. But I never want it to just feel kind of like thrown together. I feel like that's very obvious when you go to a site or something and you're just like, mm. Was this really thought through or this isn't very cohesive that's been something I've been super super picky about I'm like no everything has to be really perfect so no that's that's the way to do it so smart
1: are you allowed to tell us if you have you don't tell us what but do you have products coming out like how many do you think of in advance or is it just kind of oh you guys
0: would like I have so many products written down in my phone, probably like 150 that I'm like – Oh, my god, That I'm like, this has to happen. <laughs> but right now, um, we have probably like 10 to 15 items that we're getting like the last few samples of, kind of perfecting each like texture and color. And they're probably going to be released between like around late April and later in the spring – but the products that are coming out are so exciting. Like I so feel excited. like they're like super specialty items that I think people are going to be really excited about. Ooh, yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, Wait, I'm so excited. are they all coming out at the same time or they'll be releasing like one at a time? So I kind of like releasing things as co- collections kind of. So yeah. our first thing was the Watch Me Grow shirt. And I kind of want to add a few more apparel items that are just super simple, cozy basics. And I want to do like a kitchen collection, another hair scarf collection, and just keep adding to those like categories, maybe like three or four things at a time. So, yeah.
2: I love that. (laughs) So what do you think it is that makes – I mean, we already kind of touched on this, but that makes Kristen Made like a unique brand?
0: I think what makes it unique is just – the content side of it. When we were brainstorming with like me, my manager, Marcus, we were like, what can we do to really set this apart? And I think something that we do that – makes me really happy is the video content like the little dessert videos and like homemade carpet powder videos. Like I just think those are like so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. They're so hard to make but I think people really appreciate them. And also just the fact that it really does feel like a community. Like people have messaged me like I, I met three friends in college day because we were wearing the Watch Me Grow shirt and like oh, that's so now fun. they're so cute. Yeah. Because they – They immediately know that kind of what each other is interested in and that they have things in common because they do follow Kristen Maid. And it just seriously does feel like a community when people send me photos of them making snickerdoodles with their grandma. I'm like, this is literally all I wanted in life. Just to inspire people. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's
2: so special. And I feel like that's what that is what sets it apart. Yeah. You guys, we are so excited to talk to you today about Green Chef. If you don't know, Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle.
0: Green
1: Chef is deliciousness delivered, you guys. It is so easy and super convenient. You can basically leave meal planning, grocery shopping, and most of the prepping to Green Chef. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped so you can enjoy clean ingredients that you can trust and that are also seasonally sourced for peak freshness. So my personal favorite part is that their meal plan options include so many different options. So they have paleo, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, Mediterranean, heart smart, lean and clean, keto, gluten-free,
2: and omnivore. You guys, that is so many. Basically any person (laughs) can use this. Literally. I am not going to lie to you guys. I was a skeptic. I actually didn't want to like it. Like I wanted to be like anti, you know, but just like anti that whole thing. But I fell in love. The box, you know, came to my front door like they say it will, came to my door, took out the first recipe, put the rest in the fridge, cooked it up and it literally took me 30 minutes and it was this amazing green pea, falafel. I had lemon and quinoa. It was literally so good. And I felt like a professional chef, like making it because everything is so ready for you. You feel like, wow, I created this all on my own. And you've, you get the best of both worlds. It really is amazing. That's what I was saying. Like, I actually feel like a good cook because it's
1: all prepped for you and you don't have to really do that much work. So you yeah. feel like you're an actual gourmet chef. It's yeah, but sweet. you
0: like
2: get a cut and like get that feeling of, yeah. you know, like I'm l- still working. A little bit of satisfaction. Yeah. And there actually is like a good amount of food. I was actually shocked at the amount of food that I had left over. You guys are beautiful. What We Said listeners can get $50
1: off your first box of Green Chef. So go to greenchef.us slash what we said. If you want fifty dollars off your first box of Green Chef, such a good deal. Go to greenchef.us slash what we said. So to to continue on that, I wanna talk about the importance of having a brand be authentic to you because mm-hmm. I do think that Kristen made encompasses you as a person mm-hmm. it's like you said it's all of your all the things you love in life mm-hmm. put into your brand and I think that's why it's so successful or it has been so far because it's so authentic so
0: what do you think like do you agree with that I that's like my number one thing I feel like immediately when I look at a brand or I look at someone on social media, what draws me in is authenticity and I think you can just immediately tell when someone's being genuine and I just think it's really easy to kind of look around at social media and be like, okay, what's doing good right now and kind of just following the trends And yeah, you might get a few extra hundred followers or thousand followers from following those trends, but I just feel like people really, really can relate when people are being genuine and authentic. Even if they're being authentic and they're totally different than someone else, people are still drawn into that. Authenticity. And I feel like I just see so many times on social media people kind of switching and switching and switching. Like, what are they interested in now? What are they interested in now? It's like you can kind of just tell when people are being who they are and just not caring if it's different than everybody else. And I just love that. I love that in people that I meet in real life too. I love when people are just weird and quirky and just totally themselves. I'm so drawn to that. And I definitely think it shows in social media and brands as well. I agree 100%. That's yeah. kind of
1: what we were talking about yesterday in the car. Tell what you were saying because you, you will word it way better than me. But <laughs> About what? You were saying like if you just do the things that you love like eventually.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, because I think Gary V said this. Like if you do what you love and you just continue to do it, it might not be the thing that's on trend right now, but your time will come. So it's exactly. like if you're just – I was even saying, okay, this is not a crazy example, but I started being vegan like four years ago. Mm-hmm. And at that time, it was still like not the cool thing to do. It was like right. when people – when I was like, oh, I'm vegan. They're like, what? Like they had no idea what it was. There was no vegan restaurant. And I'm like, okay, well, this is just what I like to do. You know, this is just something I'm really interested in. And then I feel like as it came, like now vegan is like super important. I'm like, I'm so glad I stuck with that and yeah. just like didn't
1: not shy care away it. from it when yes. it was the
2: weird thing. But especially – like, or with you specifically, it's like things will come your way. And if you just stick with it and do what you love and right. not
0: ride the trend, you're always, if you ride the trend, you're always going to be late. Right. Exactly. Like I remember I started getting really into plants. I've always loved plants since college. But I used to kill every single plant that I got. But I still loved them so much. <laughs> um But I've just always had like this – like interest in houseplants. But really in the last year and a half, two years, I've become, I've just loved researching about them and learning all the different names and stuff like that. And I was like, I never share this with my followers because I just think people will think I'm so boring and such a grandma. Like I'm already a grandma. I shouldn't be talking about plants. And Then one day I was like, you know what? I have like 50 plants in my house. I'm just gonna do a YouTube video called My House Plant Collection. And I was like, I don't care if it does bad. I'm sure there's some people out there that are interested. And I remember the video tanked. Like, I think it got like, (laughs) it just did really bad uh, in comparison to my other videos. And I was like, well, it's okay. And now I look back and that video has it's almost like the fourth most viewed video on wow. my channel because now house plants are getting really trendy. Yeah, exactly. But I just think that's such a great example of what social media is. It's just like if you're if you stay like genuine to what you like, it will eventually gain attention. Mm-hmm. That's yes. what I think. Well, and and we were talking about that as well yesterday
1: because sometimes like if you see people trying to like rip off your brand or like something where you see that someone's copying you like I even had that where I'm like okay I'm switching things up then like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna change my edit whatever and I did that for a few months and then I told Chelsea like she was telling me she's like I feel like you just got your vibe back recently and I'm like yeah yeah because I started actually being myself again Mm -hmm. because I kind of tried to switch it up there for a second because I was so like fed up with
0: just, being copied over yeah, and over Yeah, being mm-hmm. copied
1: over and over that I was like – and that sounds super – what's the word? Rude? <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like I think I'm, like, just yeah. so awesome. But anyway, Confeited. I was – yeah, but anyway, that was an experience I was having. And so I yeah. was like, I'm so sick of this. Like, I'm going to dye my hair blonde. I want to do this, do this. And then Chelsea was just saying, like, you recently – I feel like you got your vibe back. And I'm like, yeah, because I started actually – editing with the presets that I really do love. I dyed my hair back a little more red because that is me. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm just not like going back to my old ways, but like, I'm just being myself now. I'm like posting the things that I really love. And now my audience is like, I feel like my, when I wasn't, I wasn't getting as much engagement and I wasn't as happy. Right. And then now that I am, it's like people can totally see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They see right through it. Yeah. Well, people know. Yeah. And it might sound like, yeah, it maybe sounds silly saying it out loud. Oh, people copying like my presets or like whatever. But really it is. It's your creative like soul being poured out onto the internet. And it really can feel super hurtful when you feel like people are like kind of stealing your identity in yeah, a way. ripping yeah. you off. And I feel like. I think everybody can understand even if they don't do, you know, social media for a living. It just kind of stinks to be copied. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you just want your your identity to be known and loved. And, and then when people start taking all your hard work, you're just like, hmm, great. Yeah. yeah no, sure. it is
1: hard. And I obvious, I honestly never really thought I was someone that minded that much. But then, I don't know, It's it's you're right. It's like when you pour your heart and soul into something and feel like you really created something. Mm-hmm then someone rips it off. It's like, so just, it just sucks
2: so bad. Yeah. Remember, it's hard not to feel cheated.
0: Oh yeah. I remember one of my followers DM'd me and was like, Hey, I just want to show you this. Like someone completely stole your watch me grow shirt design and is selling it on Etsy. I just wanted to let you know. And I just looked at it. And I was like crushed because people don't see the months of design and handwritten, like over and over handwritten things. And I was just like, how can someone just blatantly steal your work? Mm-hmm. And I got so many messages. It was like kind of split in half. Like some people were like, well, people need a cheaper option. And then some people were like, no, I totally understand. And I'm like, Ugh. I know it's like a split in half kind of opinion. But I do think when you really think about it, it's, it's more important to support people that are really creating something new than just getting the cheap knockoff, you know etsy version of yeah. what you're well, doing and like
2: you were saying before it's probably not ethically made so you oh, no. like what Heck you're paying no. for is a ton of different things besides just the t-shirt yeah you know?
0: yeah and I now think. it's been ripped off like 20 times i'm like i right. guess i just can't do anything about no, it. no and that's kind of that's
1: what you get for you know putting yourself out there on social media because exactly in a in a sense it's like i can't really complain about so called being copied because it's like, well, I put my pictures out there, I sell my presets, so what? Right. I'm just going to complain when people, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. To a degree, there's a line that can be crossed. There for is sure. Well,
2: because part of the reason, like, part of what you work so hard on is being unique. So it's like, that's part of the brand itself. And so when someone takes it, it's like, come on. Like, I, I, I like, made oh. it unique and you ruined it. So
1: sorry, I'm backtracking now, but I wanted to talk about your products that you have now. Okay. And you wrote, like, so for your Watch Me Grow shirt, that's your Mm -hmm. handwriting, right?
0: Yes. I probably wrote it out 500 times to get it perfect. And our, like, the Kristen Made logo, like, the script Kristen Made is also my handwriting. I love doing calligraphy and stuff, so I thought that would be a happy way to incorporate it. And yeah, so we have the Watch Me Grocer. shirt. It's a cute little shirt with a plant on it. And we also have hair scarves. We have three different colors right now. We're working to restock those. <laughs> Maybe one day they'll be re- restocked again, but um, – and we're also coming out with different colors of those too. One day I want to have just like tons of hair scarves to choose from. So fun. I love hair scarves. Oh, same. So cute. They make – every time I'm
2: like, uh, I, I don't want to put on – and then I put a hair scarf and I'm like, hmm, I'm 10 times better." <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I put just one of the upgraded. hair scarves on my sister the other day and I was just looking at her and I'm like, you look so cute. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about you today that – oh, it's my hair scarf. Oh, yeah. It's my hair
1: scarf. (laughs) The Kristen Made product. No, I think I love – and your hair
0: scarves are such – I love the fabric of them. I love the fabric too. Yeah. It's so good. We went through so many different fabrics. Some were just like too crunchy and stiff. I wanted to find something that was like it felt like substantial in your hand but also like didn't fall out of your hair, so. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Thank you.
1: Okay, well, to wrap everything up, we want to talk about
0: what it is that you love so much about homemaking and why you think it's so important. So I really started loving homemaking when Marcus and I got married. I feel like in college I just like – I didn't really understand my style of decorating. I I literally tried shabby chic, boho, super like minimalist and I finally kind of landed on the style <laughs> I have now. And I think it's kind of a mix of like modern and also like vintagey. I really like making spaces feel super cozy and I love making people feel super cozy when they come to my house. And I kind of just started experimenting with different recipes. I love making bread and like making dinner and desserts. And I was like, this actually, I think this is called homemaking (laughs) (laughs) when you're decorating and you're cleaning with like cool homemade products. And I was honestly a little bit nervous at first sharing those things, especially like I did a DIY carpet powder recipe and I was like, People are going to think I am so weird for enjoying cleaning, but people love it. Like even college age people love it. Like they're like, oh, cleaning my dorm with my carpet powder. And I'm like, wow, that is the best thing ever. So I think it was once I really had my own space to start experimenting with things that I learned that I actually really love it. And it's just fun to learn new things like I really want to learn how to start making homemade jam and stuff like yeah. that. I feel like there's like never ending possibilities, so it's really fun. It's so fun. I told Kristen, she's like my mom's
1: dream daughter. I know,
2: seriously. <laughs> I was thinking that Jacy's mom thing. is my queen. Every
1: <laughs> time I see her, I'm like
2: I have to meet her. She you I need she's to. just like me. She really
1: is. Yeah. She would love you. That is so
2: funny. I was literally thinking that halfway through this. I'm like, she's a lot
1: like your mom. Yes. My mom's the same exact way where she like, and that's something I admire so much. And I want to be more like that where like, she just puts so much thought into every detail. Like Mm -hmm. people will be like, oh my gosh, your house, you know, when they go into her house, like your house is so pretty. They almost like, don't know why it's so good. And I'm like, it's because it's so thoughtful. Mm -hmm. Like every single item she's like, thrifted thrifted or it's like has a story behind it. She's like, oh my gosh, I was in France and then I found this little like cute man and he did it. Like she has stories behind everything. And it like comes through. Like when you come into our house, it's just so cozy. So I'm trying to be more like that. I'm sorry, mom. I think you're like that. I love everything you choose from us. I'm I'm like that to a degree. But yeah, I think homemaking is so important and I'm trying to get better at it.
2: I think it's so important to have a space that's your own and to like nurture it. Mm -hmm. That's I think one of the most – important things people
0: miss sometimes and it really is therapeutic like Mm -hmm. I it sounds crazy but when I'm like organizing and cleaning I feel like I'm not thinking about anything else and I can just kind of have that time to just like chill and just not really think about anything and it kind of clears my head and also I feel like for a moment there I felt like homemaking was kind of looked down upon like oh like don't, you shouldn't be like doing all the things and making food in the kitchen and stuff like that. But I don't look at it like that at all. It's like, it's like a way you can show that you like love somebody and you care about them. And I think it's, it's like empowering to be able to like create things with your own hands and be like, I made this cleaner and there's no shiz in it that's going to like kill your dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, seriously. Oh, seriously.
2: I think it's very maternal and you feel like that warm maternal and there's nothing wrong with maternal. I think, I know what you're talking about for a while. Out there, it's like it was almost anti. that Yeah, it's like no, be more. You know, I would boss like. Lady. Yeah,
0: I would like make breakfast in my videos, and people like you shouldn't be making breakfast. Marcus should be making breakfast. I'm like, no, I what? love making yeah. him breakfast. I love eating together, and like he does so many other things for me that I don't do. So it's it's a balance, and I mm-hmm. feel like you can be a boss lady and still love you know making bread at your house. Yeah, <laughs> I was you are, are the definition <laughs> of that. Yeah. that is you. Like the <laughs> boss lady
2: and homemaker. <laughs> Like what everyone aspires to be. Yeah. So.
1: Our dream queen. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming yeah, on the podcast. Of course. So I'm
0: so happy to be on here. It was
1: so fun. If you guys want to follow Kristen, her Inst- actually, you tell us your Instagram handles.
0: Okay. <laughs> my Instagram handle. My personal is at Kristen Johns. My uh, company is at Kristen Made Inc. And then YouTube is just Kristen Johns and everything else just Kristen Johns. <laughs> Perfect. And it's Kristen spell it okay k-r-i-s-t-i-n-j-o-h-n-s perfect perfect
1: (laughs) okay so go follow her and if you guys want to follow along with our podcast you can at what we said podcast we post lots of fun stuff on there we do sneak peeks of guests and all that good stuff
2: so if you guys want to be a part of the fam come on over and if you want to leave us a review or a rating follow us or you can subscribe to our podcast on the apple podcast app leave us a raving review. Last time we said raging review, and I was like, "Do actually do not." <laughs> raging leave us is the word wrong aging. word. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you will be notified every Tuesday when we release a new episode. So, woohoo!
1: Thanks so much for listening. We love you guys, and that's what we said. Bye.